Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Night is tonight in Iowa, and the temperatures are exactly where we said they would be. It's 12 below right now in Des Moines. When we get to this evening, we'll be in the five, six, seven, eight belows. Wind chills will be there. Turnout will be affected. That's my take. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Trump wins this thing by 30. That's it. It's over. Over. Trump comes in second. We have a race at least through South Carolina. DeSantis needs this in order to get to South Carolina. Haley can place or show, take it to New Hampshire, and then be able to regain strength. Both Haley and Trump have the easier paths. Trump, based on the numbers... Of this polling. The final numbers are in when it comes to Iowa and uh, taking a look at what has been discussed. The final poll Trump 55, Haley 21, DeSantis 15. So if you take a look at the last uh, three of the last four polls, Haley has been ahead. It is cemented in terms of the polling. Surge at the right time? We're going to find out. DeSantis needs this in order to survive. Because in New Hampshire, I mean, he's in fourth. Because Christie is in third. But DeSantis's play was never New Hampshire. You heard uh, Nikki Haley talking in the debate. You got a campaign in all the states. Okay? I'm not saying you don't. But uh, they chose a different path. Which brings you to South Carolina. And in South Carolina, in the last poll, Trump 54, Haley 25, her highest, by the way, DeSantis 7. He had been in the double digits. We'll see what Iowa does for him. He needs Iowa to survive. Me, I would rather it was DeSantis. Am I going to get my way? I don't, I don't think so. I think the odds are, are certainly against it. Trump's the nominee. I'm voting for him. Do I think he has the most problems winning a general? Yes, I do. I know what the polls say. My take. Am I going to push for him? Absolutely. If Haley's the nominee, am I going to vote for her? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's got the best chance, according to the polls, against Biden. I've got people who think Biden will actually be on the ticket, to which I have laughed out loud. I laughed out 
loud. I can't imagine. I can't imagine there is a scenario where he is, where the Democrats can allow it. They know it's that bad and getting worse all the time. We have waited long enough. Let's get to the caucus saying, everybody grab your donuts and let's see where you end up in the high school gymnasium. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We have got two degrees below zero in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 816. the state of the state and I have to admit I think it's the nothing new of nothing new how did others see this message his last year in office as governor is Indiana getting ready for some great things Tony Katz good to be with you Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB, you watched that state of uh, the state uh, workforce development. It's always about workforce development. But was there anything new to this address that made you say, wow, that's a biggie? Did I lose you? On, on workforce development, uh, I was touted as a speech really focused on, on workforce. Big issue for the state of Indiana as we see jobs coming in, jobs being added. How do you get that pipeline uh, of workers um, uh, ready to go. I don't think there was a, a you know a, a stunning headline out of that necessarily. It was really focused on things like uh, you know beefing up early education and and uh, also making more Hoosiers aware of the programs available to train and get retrained. To me, one of the big headlines uh, was the Lilly Endowment's two hundred and fifty million dollar uh, grant, the largest in its history to the Indiana Economic Development Corporation for the state's regional economic development uh, program, READY. Uh, big check, $250 million will go to uh, things like uh, blight removal in communities around the state, which in some, especially some smaller communities, is, is a big issue. Uh, also, arts and culture around the state. So it's a grant. You, a lot of folks around the state talk about Indianapolis and central Indiana getting everything. The Ready program obviously touches uh, on every corner of the state. So I thought that was uh, that was significant. You know, you talk about there at, at InsideIndianaBusiness.com, Commerce Secretary Bullish on Economic Development in 2024 uh that's great uh they're they're always bullish on it there's no there's nothing new about that statement have you seen things that give them reason to feel that that's the case 
Yeah, yeah, and I think if you look at the numbers, and again, these are these are commitments. These haven't happened. These aren't guaranteed to be sure. But if you look at the numbers uh, last year in terms of economic development deals, nearly twenty nine billion dollars of uh, investment commitments, twenty two thousand jobs. And again, to underscore, these haven't happened. Uh, but but companies making those commitments, and then the Secretary of Commerce will tell you there's one hundred billion dollars worth of opportunities in the pipeline. Those are deals that Indiana is going after and could get in the year ahead. So the pipeline of deals, uh, according to IEDC, according to the Secretary of Commerce, uh, David Rosenberg, is strong, perhaps as strong as as it's ever been. And he, in fact, uh, suggested on the show this weekend that there will be one or two major announcements here yet in the first quarter of 2024. So I think, yes, certainly, Tony, the Secretary of Commerce has always got to be bullish on uh, his or her particular state, and that's the case here. But if you look at the numbers and you look at some of the uh, projects in places like Kokomo and in uh, the South Bend area, Terre Haute, uh, around the state of Indiana, it would suggest that uh, there's some success being had. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter. At or X, whatever we're calling it now, at IIB, uh, one of the other stories. You got a bunch of stories. State revenues beating the updated uh, estimates. Uh, that's that's always nice to see uh, that uh, the state is is moving in a way, and and we're we're getting people buying and sharing and, and investing, uh, etc. Um, how is this? Related to, for example, this billion-dollar shortfall they had was with Medicare uh, and issues looking at uh, this legislative session, which is not a budget session. Are they taking a look at beating estimates and saying this gives us an opportunity to do something bold in a in an infrastructure way? This gives us an opportunity to get money back to Hoosiers. Has there been any of these conversations? If things are based on how they're talking about things, doing so well. No, I, I don't hear that. In fact, if you look at the um, if you look at the numbers that came out, uh, the state budget agency said that uh, individual taxes came in above the monthly estimate. Uh, they said, "quote Due to unusual timing factors, they're expected to normalize, as they say, near the fiscal year forecast over the coming months." So this perhaps was a bit of an anomaly and a positive uh, way going forward. So I, I, I think as you look at those numbers going up and down, uh, also interesting. I think corporate tax. Uh, collections and riverboat wagering collections all above the estimates as well. So uh, a report uh, positive. We'll see how it plays out going forward, though. So let's move into some other stories. And one of them is real estate. Indiana home sales down 14% last year. And certainly you take a look at interest rates and you're like, okay, that makes perfect sense. But you also take a look at inventory, at least in central Indiana, and you're like, what inventory? Where, where, where is it? Are the home builders still building? And why are the realtors taking a look at 2024 and saying this is going to be a good year? Yeah, yeah, 2023 uh, was uh, was a tough year. In fact, it was the first time, according to the uh, Indiana Association of Realtors, first time that annual listings dipped below 100,000, uh, first time in 20 years. So it was a tough market. Obviously, a uh, number of economic factors on the national uh, level, uh, mortgage rates obviously jumped uh, uh, in a big way. Um, the, uh, the inflation, a number of factors uh, led to that. 
But as you look at the inventory beginning to recover and mortgage rates becoming and, you know, coming back down, I think those are the indicators. Those are the things they're looking at in 2024, pointing to perhaps a uh, perhaps a better year in the year ahead uh, as we look at at what's happening here. But again, those uh, those macro, those national economic uh, uh, factors, the potential uh, for a recession or the threat of a recession, all those types of things can play into this as well. The recession thought, uh, which uh, a lot of people want to tell you, the Secretary of of the Treasury, Janet Yellen, we're we're, we're in the 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 soft landing. Um, that's the way it's 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 going to be. Where it's going to happen, a soft landing would be the inflation comes down to that target rate of two percent without a recession. But the consumer price index put inflation at three point nine percent when it was trending for two months. In a downward fashion, 3.9 is double where they want to be, even though the wholesale price index, producer price index, was down 0.1%. Uh, our, uh, our economic geniuses in the state of Indiana, they see a good 2024, or do they still see the possibility, or I shouldn't say the possibility, or do they see bad times ahead? Yeah, no, I, I think the consensus, at least from what I'm hearing, Tony, is that excuse me, there will be a um, perhaps the first half of the year uh, that's rather uh, slow in terms of, uh, uh, you know, economic activity. But then ramping up in the second half of 2024 will be a positive one. You know, you, you have predictions all over the board when it comes to will there or will there not be a recession. But I think generally speaking, uh, things, according to the economists and those who study these types of things and see what's going on in the economy, are looking at a second half uh, uh, that's pretty strong in 2024. First half, uh, perhaps a little bit, uh, a little bit slower, but not an overwhelming number of people saying, "Hey, yeah, there's going to be a recession." So, a lot of people feel that we can get through this. Is there a feeling uh, that uh, if it? Does the state take a look at this and say, if recession comes, we could do this or we could do that? Are you hearing that the General Assembly might want to engage things differently if if recession comes? I'm not saying it will. I'm asking, is this stuff that they normally think about prepare for? Yeah, well, without question, uh, as you look at um, strategy and look at uh, just like a business would, would would look at those types of things. And businesses around the state are looking at those uh, those types of activities. But if you look at uh, from a business standpoint, some of the expansion uh, projects that are, are taking place around the state of Indiana uh, would point would seem to indicate that businesses uh, are, are, are somewhat bullish uh, on, on 2024, but beyond. And, and that's an important part. They're not planning for a year ahead. They're looking five to 10 years ahead as well. So absolutely uh, looking at those those types of factors and where the economy might be, uh, if the economy might slip in some uh, fashion uh, and, and head south and what that might bring. So all those, all those factors obviously are, are, are taken into account uh, on a regular basis. And right now, I, I, again, I, I think the predictions in terms of the economy and where things are, how things will be in Indiana, a manufacturing state, uh, which, uh, you know, typically leads into a recession, but also comes out of a recession uh, in a big way. Uh, a lot of folks will be looking at states like Indiana and these manufacturing states in the Midwest. 
Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com. On Twitter, at IIB, at Gary Dick. That's if you want to follow the man personally, you should. G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick. On the X Twitter box, I appreciate you. Matt Bear has traffic. What's going on, Matthew? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. What, coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, that is me. What's up, boo? 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management LLC. Did I say that right? Presented by? Presented by Absolute Wealth Management LLC. There you go. Presented by. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays at 9 a.m. on WIBC, WIBC.com. Dow Futures down 118. NASDAQ Futures up three. European Central Bank stating it's very possible there'll be no rate cuts this year. This comes from just one member. It's not a decision from the European Central Bank. But these people are pretty honest about where they are with inflation and recession. They have it, they're in it. Which means the rates aren't going to come down. They're not going to come down. Also, you saw that Google, they started shedding some jobs. Google started letting people go. The layoffs began in earnest. This, we don't have a total number yet. Um, uh, You had hundreds of of employees losing corporate access. Then they received notice that that they had been eliminated. That's, That's Google's way of saying, we love you. But that's part one. Over at Citigroup, they've announced the elimination, the slashing, the reduction of 20,000 jobs. They believe it'll save the company between two and two and a half billion dollars. So it's going to happen over time. So you've got 200,000 people who work for city that doesn't include Mexico. Mexico has 39,000 employees. I didn't know that. That's kind of fascinating. The reporting from foxbusiness.com. So give or take, they're cutting 10% of their workforce. But uh, everything is fine with the economy. Just fine. Just fine. Oh, and working from home? Working great. Just terrific. Things are not fine. Things are not terrific. Why would anybody think things are fine and terrific? Apple is now offering a discount on its iPhone in China because they, over at Apple, are starting to get competition from the Chinese. China, which steals technology, building their own smartphones, and now they're getting real competition. At what stage does Tim Cook grow up and say, we can't build phones here anymore? We can't build phones here anymore. 
Tim Cook going to tell me what a good, decent guy he is, the CEO of Apple? Would Steve Jobs continue to build phones in, in China? Because if he did at this stage of the game, well, then, holy hell, Steve Jobs. But since he has since passed, we don't get to ask that question. We'll ask it of Tim Cook. At this stage of the game, you're still going to keep doing this? We still think that this makes sense? This is silly. You got to put an end to the madness. And it's not just Apple. I shouldn't just single them out. But this goes into a part three about China. You cannot let Chinese nationals own land in the United States. As was reported by the New York Post, it was a a revelation that a member of the Communist Party in China, a Chinese billionaire, by the way, how how, how do you become a Chinese billionaire? The party owns the money. The second largest foreign owner of farmland in the United States. How did this guy's $85 million purchase, how was that secret for a decade? They bought 200,000 acres, or he did, through a company of farmland in Oregon in 2015 at about $430 an acre. It's not in government records of land ownership by foreign investors. Allow me. Any candidate, any president who doesn't immediately pull land from Chinese nationals, sorry, it's ours, you can't have it, we're going to sell it, you'll get that fair market value and you're out. If we even do that, not somebody worthy of being president. Anybody who says otherwise is a fraud. And any interview I may ever get to do, remind me that this is the question to ask. This is maybe the first question to ask. All right, the border's the first question to ask. Not platitudes, policy. What are your first three policy prescriptions go? Then this. I don't care if, if China's angry. Screw them. I don't, what, what does it matter? You don't allow Chinese nationals to own land in the United States. You don't allow them to own business in the United States. You don't allow communists to do those things. End of list. Thank you very much. Well, Tony, the Constitution, the Constitution's for Americans. Get a hold of yourself. Breathe. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Two degrees below zero. Is that where we are still? Doesn't matter at this stage of the game. I have frozen pipes, people. I did everything right. Still have frozen pipes. By the way, the amount of texts that I've gotten this morning. Hey, who's your sponsor for this? Hey, who's your sponsor for this? Woke up today, 49 degrees in my house. Frozen pipe here. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a thing, people. Meanwhile, it's stupid cold in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I have three below. It's three below. Just in case. I didn't, I didn't want to cheat anybody out of the extra degree below zero. Three degrees below zero in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 847.
This is so dumb. Ah, I mean, how bad, Carl? Talk, the, uh, producer Carl here. Carl's taking over for for Jonathan. Uh, you you will get to know uh, Carl in due time. So Carl does mornings, and then Jason does midday. Um, how rough was getting to work this morning on a scale of one to please don't ask? The uh, it wasn't rough getting to work because it was clear at four o'clock in the morning. It wasn't yeah, icy but I'm or anything. About, like, what, did, did your car have trouble starting? No, cold? I, I, I mean, park in a garage. It? How did it feel? I park. We have a garage at home, so everything uh, was fine. I lived the good uh, life you must in Carmel. Be from Carmel, totally yeah. pampered. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally pampered. Right there. Um, yeah, this is in, in my lifetime growing up in Jersey and and, and everything else. This is the longest cold stretch I've ever experienced in my life. It's a weird thing to think about. But uh, somebody else asked me yesterday, is this the coldest you've ever experienced it in Indiana? Because they were trying to remember for themselves. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't have the history that other people have. I only have a decade. June will be a decade. It'll be 10 years. We should have a party, right? Just foreshadowing. Um but I, for for me, in in this decade, absolutely. Because even last year's crazy cold thing with the winds and everything else, that didn't let. That wasn't a week, was it? I, I was on vacation. I came back to the flood in my house. Uh, now we have frozen pipes again, but it's only the hot water and it's only in the master bathroom. So it's one pipe. And who knows? Maybe others are busted. Uh, well, definitely one pipe frozen. We don't know if anything's busted yet. Uh, but was it this cold for this long last winter? That 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 spell in December was December, I think it was December, January. Um, I don't think it was this long because this is going to be a week of stupid, just dumb cold where you do not get um, uh, above freezing until next Monday. There, there's days with sunshine and everything else, and that's and that's good to know. You do not get above freezing until next Monday. And by Wednesday of next week, we'll be in the 50s. So by then you'll know uh, how many busted pipes you have. I assume that's, that's when you'll, you'll have the answer to that question. Uh, I, am, uh, I am just only hoping everybody's safe, checking in on a neighbor, Doing all the, the, the things that, that, that need to be done. Um, the caucus today, I think some people have reacted with a, a level of, of surprise that Trump is going after uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't think there's any uh, surprise to that. Like, I don't think there's any surprise to Carrie Lake saying, oh, Trump's going to win Iowa big. What will the results on caucus night here in Iowa and then in New Hampshire tell us about the state of the Republican Party? Well, I believe, and I think you probably have seen the polling, that President Trump's going to win. He's going to win big. You know, anything over 12% would actually be historic. I think the biggest victory, if I'm right, you might want to check these numbers, but if I'm right, I think it was a 12% victory in a crowded race. So anything over 12% would be great. I think he's going to do much better than that. I have no idea if the man's going to do better than that or not. I think Iowa's actually poised to do well for DeSantis. If Trump wins, you know, he's he's up by the these 30-point margins. If he wins by 30, it's game over. 
So it's interesting that that she brings up 12. Is this a is this the Trump team working on lowering the expectations of the result? I I might be reading into it too much. I might not be. We could discuss it another time. Uh, but yeah, the team has been going after Vivek. Trump going to uh, the social medias, going to Truth Social. Hello. Hey, he used to make that sound when he went to Twitter, but he doesn't go there anymore. Um, he he's a, he's a phony. He's just misrepresenting. He's not even MAGA. He's misrepresenting MAGA. And so you've got Trump's people all in unison saying Vivek, bad guy. I've said it for the last three weeks. You cannot trust Vivek. He is not a Trump supporter. He's a Trump hater. This guy is in the race to hurt Donald Trump. Vivek is only interested in Vivek. He uses Trump's slogans to trick you. I've been a lawyer for 30 years. I know the game. I've read this guy. This guy is a slick con man. Vivek is not in the race for Trump or for America. He's in the race to satisfy his ego. You're right, because nobody else is in the race to satisfy their ego, Leo Terrell. Leo Terrell, you often see him on Fox with Sean Hannity. Nobody else is in the race to satisfy their ego. Oh, God. Huh. I don't know. We'll see what happens. By the way, uh, Justin telling me the 2014 polar vortex was colder. The actual temperature was 33 below. That was the winter before I got here. That was the winter before I got here. Yes. I heard many a terrible story. Was it 33 below? That's 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 downright inhuman. But it'll happen. The the caucus is going to happen. The temperatures, I mean they woke up to 15 degree below zero temperatures. They will see uh 6 below, uh 7 below, 8 below this evening in in Iowa. We'll see if they show up. I put my marker down. I think DeSantis, because of the weather, has the chance to win. He need he needs the win. He needs it. The, the donors disappear if he doesn't have it. We'll find out if I'm right soon enough. I'll catch you guys on Tony Katz today at noon. Matt-